0: Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children. Stop the press! Yes, people, it's Dave Fenton with another very, very short, very, very important episode of Pop Collaborate. And listen, as always, I'm joined by Mr. Chris DeGreer. Yes, indeed. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm not too bad, man. I'm not too bad. But obviously, just needing to pour out this uh, information for for the fans. Because turns out, this is an extra bonus addendum to the E17 episode. First of all, thank you so much for everyone that's been in touch. Um, The response to the E17 is what I would describe as... Disturbingly, uh, <laughs> we were not expecting strong. quite so uh,
1: fervent a response to this one,
0: yeah. Yeah, so, somehow it's our like our highest number of first day downloads. It took yeah. us into the top 10 of our category in uh Apple Music, which we don't normally get to. Mm. And uh, fuck me, guys,
1: you love an A17. And our Instagram posts got uh, liked <laughs> by Terry from age <laughs> 17 yes indeed Terry from E17
0: liked our post which we were both happy about and we're fucking shitting ourselves if he listens to it
1: yeah exactly Dave uh, noticed it and he sent me a message going shit Terry's just liked our Instagram post and I was like oh you fucking bastard I can't believe he's done this i hope he's never listening to it
0: oh i really do as well i really yeah. do um all right but look the reason that we're doing this episode is we realized that our due diligence was lacking i guess mm-hmm. on this one i mean sure. and to be fair it is quite hard to find this information have done a pretty good job of scrubbing it from history but our very good friends at number one rerun got in contact with us first of all uh to slate us for for the yeast 17 line we apologize <laughs> sorry
1: ladies yeah <laughs> yeah you you can
0: be you can be best 17 that's what you can be oh, lovely um but yes also pointing out to us um something that our research didn't find was that the version of it's all right that we reviewed and obviously we're very enthusiastic about that's not the original version that was on the first release of the album
1: and if you remember on the episode that we did We were both surprised for a couple of bits. A, that it was the ninth track on the album for being such a strong song. It was left until the end. And it was the sixth single to be taken. And we both wondered why that was because it was such an obvious big single and some of the other ones in between were a bit rubbish. Why would Mm -hmm. they not release this, you know, immediately?
0: Yeah, and uh, and then we were linked to the original song. Um... And I think it all became quite clear, didn't it, really? Yeah,
1: my goodness me. Like you say, you know, it's not on Spotify. It's not on any of the versions that you can kind of listen to on streaming. It was just put up on YouTube by some fan, and it's very, very different to the the version that everybody knows.
0: It certainly is. We're going to put the link up on our social media so you can check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you do do that, put a a little comment in there saying collaborate and listen sent you there and then we'll get then we' we'll get really angry <laughs> oh my really God. anger the uh, hardcore fans maybe don't do that actually yeah. I mean, it's an odd song, man, because everything that's good about the single version is missing from this version, wouldn't you say, Krista?
1: Absolutely. You know, it, whenever you hear the, the version that we all know, you've got that big, long piano intro, and then it crashes into the, all right, all right. You know, that it's just big, bam, bam, bam. And it's dramatic, and it's got such a catchy hook to it. Then you hear this version, and it starts off entirely differently. Yep, no keyboard, that's gone. Yep. And it's got some almost kind of Amen jungle drum break at times.
0: I, I, I tell you what that drum break sounds like. As well, yeah, if you've ever seen an episode of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, mm-hmm. it's almost exactly the same sound as that fucking drum breakdown that they have. Thing. I see. It's fucking nuts. It's, it's the same tone. It's almost the same break. It's awful. Yeah. We've got this kind of dubby line. Brian Harvey's vocal, which I described as almost human in the uh, mm-hmm. in the single version, is back to being fucking terrible, kind of it
1: sounds really very, bad. very
0: nasal, loads more of it. And more than anything, there's far, far, far too much of Tony Moore on the rapping. And he doesn't at any point say the beat goes bam, which... <laughs> that was the we main we all agree that's the best bit that's the best it's a totally different rap there's two of them it's shit it it's is dog shit Yeah. I mean I completely understand why they reworked it they came up with a much much better version of it Yeah. Um, the other thing of course that makes sense now is that music week review that you found Krista where it talks right. about it being indeed and because blah, blah, blah.
1: we both commented that the review that I'd found for It's Alright was so outlandishly wrong we didn't understand what he was talking about but if just I'll, I'll you know I'll read it out again. Basically, it says it rings the changes—a reggae roller coaster that moves from a UB40-style lead vocal through ragga and dub. And obviously, mm-hmm. if you're if you're thinking of the single version, none of that makes sense. But nope. when you've clicked the link that we're going to put in the description and put on our media, and you've listened to this original version of it, you'll go, oh, "I see." You won't understand why he likes it. But you'll understand what he's talking about. Yeah. Maybe he'd had a stroke. Oh, it's fucking dreadful. You know, if you're describing something as moving from a UB-40 style lead vocal through ragga and dub, it's not going to be good.
0: No, but it's almost that kind of edge of the the music press that just because something's different, it has to be good. And it, you know, sometimes things can be different and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, And the elements of this, which are the kind of the the, the ragga sound, that offbeat, the ska drum beat, the reggae bits of it, do not fit at all with what E17 are. The uh, Really hard drums, like I say, some of them sound like a tamer jungle break from back in the early 90s. It sounds like they're trying very hard to... Maybe they listened to a load of Shut Up and Dance at a rave one night and went, Oh, let's do this. And they've done it very badly.
0: There's no doubt that these guys, you know, their bedrooms were covered in dreamscape flyers. Oh, God. Um, you can just. Yeah, they, they smell own it. more rave tapes than anyone yeah. apart from our friend Alan. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, basically, that's what we came on mainly to say. But also want to say massive thanks to everyone that's been in touch about this episode. Yeah,
1: genuinely. Re- really pleasing.
0: My friend Osma was in, in touch saying they thought that we were quite even handed with this episode and uh, brought up the quite touching story about Tony Moore uh, who'd never read a book until lockdown and has now read 70
1: brilliant well
0: done you know I mean to be fair you know up there with uh, Katie Price and Garth Marenghi in that they've uh, written more books than they've read um what else have we got uh, we had uh,
1: joe sullivan uh, uh, on twitter <laughs> oh, who got in contact <laughs> says i was 13 when this came out and while i was a take that girl brackets so much that i used to skip school and travel from bolton to oldham to sit outside mark's house which is a little bit weird uh, yeah. i do remember having my smash hits with the deep lyrics confiscated by the nuns in re no fiddling allowed and uh, there's a lesson there for all of us, I feel.
0: On the subject of fiddling, we had a very, very good bit of uh, feedback from a uh, friend of the show, Katie Funnel. Uh, <laughs> Barlow was never going to finger you in the park after some white lightning. Harvey and New Boys, on the other hand... Yeah, exactly. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So there we go.
1: <laughs> Thank you for that.
0: Herd Collective were in touch saying, never underestimate the appeal of badass roofers. Uh, I'd like to uh, correct you there, Herd Collective. It's, in fact... Bad boy Rufus. Bad boy
1: Rufus. Not bad boy Rufus. In in terms of uh, corrections, we should also... We were corrected on a point we made whenever we were talking about the Annie Lennox song, Love Song for a Vampire, we said, oh, yeah, that was an interview for a vampire, wasn't it? No, we were wrong. It was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. But that was just a a nice little uh, correction someone sent in.
0: It was our friend Mariana that sent that one in, who's got a very, very gorgeous puppy. So shout out to Mariana and Cassidy. And, yeah, uh, the one final thing I will say is when I listened back to this episode, I was disgusted by how many easy songs I didn't get. And I will say, in my defence, I was crashing badly on my ADHD medication. because we recorded it quite late it at was night. very late but i got them all i got them all first time on the second time round which i appreciate <laughs> is less impressive but i was like i recognized them immediately
1: happy days that's all we really wanted to say was to uh, point out to everyone that you need to listen to this version because it's insanely bad and mm-hmm. uh it makes more sense now why you know some of the things that we read or were told about Make a little bit more sense in context.
0: Right, I'm off now, Krista, because it's Monday night and mm. it's time for me to bubble the bath. I'm going to bubble the bath. I'm going to bubble the bath. I'm going to put the matey in the bath. The bubble the bath. Oh, bubble the bath.
1: You you have fun with your, your bubbling the bath, my friend. That'll do for now, though. Uh, we will be back as normal next time with Lenny Kravitz. But until then, it's been a pleasure. See you later.